when I when people got quarantined, I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like, look how quiet it is. Holy shit. But you actually worked throughout the whole thing, too. So you were in the you weren't in the streets, but you were literally in the street. Yeah, there there was a point that I thought I was getting sacrificed out there. Like Mm -hmm. I was like when nobody when everybody was working from home and I was still working Mm -hmm. and I was just looking around. I was like, oh, I felt like that, too. But at least you took Ubers. I had to take the fucking train. I thought they were really setting me up for disaster. Like, I swear to God, I did. No, nothing is worse than the train now. No, that's a fact. That is a fact. the train now is nuts. It's like it's like going into the Thunderdome. It's crazy. The fuck is the Thunderdome? It's from Mad Max. <laughs> I'm a, you know, we old here, nigga. Didn't they redo Mad Max? They did. Is there a remake or some shit? With Tom Hardy. Yeah, I didn't see either of them. Who was in I the first the one? Remake. Mel Gibson. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah, Mel Gibson was out here before he was um being all anti-Semitic and shit. I mean, you know, sometimes got people got to do what they got to do. But he makes some cool movies. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. I think we hold celebrities really high to certain standards, right? Uh-huh. We hold them to, like, they're regular niggas like me and you. They just have more money. Right. They're just, you their know? lives are more public, publicly shown. Yeah. Like, people judge us, and we have, like, podcasts. People judge us if we, like, really we're, don't deal we're with We're, like, them. you know, we're, like... <laughs> I mean, we're entry level, right? Just mm-hmm. above an intern type shit, maybe? Yo, like, you know what really pisses me off? Like, when people do the whole, uh, they go back 10 years and get some shit you said 10 years ago, and then mm. go, like, that. that re- that's really personally aggravating to me. Because I'm like, yo, 10 years ago, I was like... So let me tell you, I have TimeHop mm-hmm. on my phone. Do you use that, the app TimeHop? Come on, man. We need for you to get your life together, like to, honestly. So I'm about to I'm about to upgrade my phone. Man, one of these days. <laughs> Time Hop is an app that pulls all of like your social media presence from whenever mm-hmm. you started it, and it tells you mm-hmm. what happened on this day, whenever, right? So okay. I all the time I see like my old Facebook posts or like my old tweets and I'm talking about old like uh-huh. 2011 2012 bro yeah. it's cringy how I used to speak I'm like yo if anybody sees this shit like please. yeah but think about somebody canceling you from that I know that's crazy because that is not me like at all like who speaks like, like that like I was a wild boy I like fucking 24 you know I was in mad clubs you know I was probably sucking on a titty on a dance floor somewhere like it was just really crazy so, you know, like, it, you can't hold me accountable. That's why I'm, don't go find my, my Mi Gente page or my fucking, <laughs> you know, like. I like, got catfished <laughs> on Mi Gente, bro. Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is a professional conversationalist, sneaker enthusiast, and one-third of the Everybody Relax podcast, Big Homie Booth. Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm good. We we were talking mad shit for like 10 minutes. Yeah, for real. For real. About fucking mi gente and all the bullshit that we got went through when we were, what, in our early 20s and shit? When social media just started popping? I used to just copy and paste messages. Like I would go down the list and 
and I would see like a chip and I would just like copy your pace. Hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Next girl. Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I would just go down the whole list. That's disgusting. Like, on my hand, I told you I was out here. We just had this conversation. But listen, like, people... <laughs> you was a wild you know? boy. That's what you said. I was a wild boy. You was a wild boy. But I got catfished on my hand. Before it was catfish. Before it, I was, I might have been the first person in the world to ever get catfished. Because this now, happened. Now, if you would have done, done a show, million. I would have been lit. I would have been lit. So I was on my hand. I had to be 18 years old. So I'm telling you, this is like 2003. Like, mm-hmm. I took the picture on a flip phone like that was the picture that was on my fucking on my profile and this guy from harlem he has this one picture nobody has high quality pictures no one can see shit but however he was posed in the picture he looked muscular bro i i <laughs> he used to look- had the angles before the <laughs> angles <laughs> he used to show 3333 on broadway Mm-hmm. When I saw him walk to me, I was like, "Now nah, you gotta be kidding me! This cannot be the same guy." He had to be like three hundred and fifty pounds. He had to be. He was round, bro. Like he was round. That, and not that, that, that there's a... anything wrong with that body type. I'm not here body shaming, but bro, that's not what you gave. What you have is bro, not what was given on your man. What, what if you found out he's a great photographer now? <laughs> I doubt it. You know what I mean? I like, really doubt it. <laughs> that would have blown your mind. You would have been like, "Yo, I get it." I mean, I he was really Whatever. catfishing before there was like Photoshop. So that's a feat, hey, I'm, I'm bro. A, I met a bit. I met. I met a bitch with scoliosis. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody who has scoliosis. <laughs> but you know, like when, I didn't know what it was. It's when right? your back is curved, right, or some shit like that. It start your spine starts to curve. You know what I mean? So was it like know. a S? Because I know someone who said they had scoliosis and they're. It was like an S. There's spine. I I don't know. I'm not keeping real. Uh, I didn't know what it was, so I was like, "You got sign." You know what I mean? I didn't know what it was. I was like, "I'm out of here. This is not. This is not gonna work for me. I can't. I can't. I can't. You know, I can't really fuck with you like that." But you know. Were you scared you were gonna like I, break no, her? Yeah, I thought I was gonna injure <laughs> her. You know, I thought I, I. I swear, I thought I was gonna injure her. I should not you be know. laughing. That is not funny. That is not. No, funny. I'm gonna keep. Uh, listen, I'm, you know me. I'm always 100% uh, uh, honest. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're just talking about uh, cancel culture and stuff like that. People, that's how we got into the uh, mehente conversation. Mm-hmm. And how people you know, could so, look at old tweets or old Facebook posts. I'm happy I don't have access to my MySpace. It's I'm happy and I'm sad because I lost a lot of pictures, but I don't need to know what I'm writing. The MySpace you put friends right. You put the top, top five eight. friends, right? Top eight. The top eight. Bro. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it's that they had mad top everything back then. It was like you had T-Mobile, you had your top five, remember? Oh, my God, yes. So the reason why I don't have access to my MySpace page is because I set it up with my stupid-ass T-Mail. You remember T-Mail? That's not even yeah. a thing anymore. Like, no. it doesn't exist. <laughs> That shit is crazy. I used, to, I, I used to have I used to have a sidekick and a Nextel. I thought I was popping. First of all, know? if you had a sidekick, you were popping. I don't give a fuck what anybody said. Sidekicks were sidekick. lit. Good times. Yeah. And who made Good sidekicks popular? Who do you who in your opinion who made sidekicks popular? Who made sidekicks popular? Um, I don't know. I remember 
Who made Sidekicks popular? Was it a song or something? It was like in a music video? It was, it, it was fabulous. Oh, he said it in a, in a lyric? In the, in, nah, he had the holler back down in video. Mm. And, he and he flipped it. That was a Sidekick? It was the two or the or the first one? The first one. Because I didn't have the first one. Did you have the first Sidekick? No, I wasn't. That shit was like a green screen or some shit like that. I didn't have that shit. I had the second one where you could change the bumpers. And I remember when I first got that phone, everybody was like, oh, that shit is mad big because this is when like the razors were popping and everybody wanted mm -hmm. the skinny jump offs. And my shit looked like a fucking, it looked like a Nintendo Switch. Like that's how big yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. phone was. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody was like, that phone is mad big. Your hands are mad little, blah, blah, blah. Until they realized that I could get on AIM in the street and everybody was on my dick. Can I sign into my AIM account? I just yeah, want to yeah, hit yeah, somebody. Sure. <laughs> Good I think times. I said it on Good my times. I think I said it on my podcast that like you know, uh I got that sidekick from uh, a young lady. How did you um acquire the sidekick from this young lady? Uh penis. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Was that I, even I, exchange? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the bartering system works I mean, for that. I, I mean, I guess psychics are pretty expensive, as I remember. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she, she got me the psychic. And then, you know, I was like, oh, shit. You know? Shout outs yeah. to her, wherever she's at. She's from, she's in the Bronx. And I, fun fact, I think she lived like in Hull Street or something at the time. Whole like, Ave. what is it, Hull Ave? Yeah, Hull Ave. Avenue. Yeah. Yo, the, the Bronx is a wild place, bro. It really is a wild fucking place. I don't even understand what's going on over here half the time, but it's cool. I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here. So let's get into the episode. Mm -hmm. As we're talking about the past, did you know that today is the one-year anniversary since I beat your ass in the, um, the rap battles? I think you did bring this up to my attention, yes. I just love how it just happens to be the day that we happen to record this podcast is exactly a year from the day I won the battle, okay? I don't think I got enough, like, shine for winning that battle, to be honest. Like, everybody was like, no. oh, yeah, she won. That shit was hard. You got $100. You got $100, though. Yeah, I but I donated it. Real quick. Remember, I donated it. You did. You, you did. said that. I think you we did. were still battling, and you sent it to me. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a real motherfucker. You know what I mean? It was a good game. So, so anybody who doesn't know, Mr. Booth was part of a different brand, a different podcast back in the beginning of quarantine and COVID. And they hosted a versus like battle. Um, and how did you split it up? It was based on like regions and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. We we did hip hop battle uh, region based. We the numbers were I mean, the regions were um, random. Mm -hmm. So I originally, I forgot who I started with. Uh, I forgot who I started with. But everybody, it was like Jersey, Atlanta, you know, all the regions, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had Mississippi and Memphis, okay? I feel you like it, I you, really you came from the bottom and made it to the top. I'm not even going to yeah, hold you. you. But <laughs> in, in all fairness, let's give the listeners a, a real, a real uh, interpretation of what happened in these battles. You brought a lot of like extra um, situations into the battles. You you had outfits and you know paws on the titties and all this wild shit. So like I had nothing. I just showed up, you know. 
Post on the titties. I mean, listen, you have to work with what you have, all right? I had Memphis and Mississippi, and there was no way I wasn't going to come in here and put on a show. Like, y'all going to vote for me for whatever reason, but I'm going to get a vote. And that's how I felt. Yeah. I was winning that but shit. But it was okay? great. It, it was great. You won. You know, I, you know I'm not going to lie. I have better music, but whatever. Uh, you know. I don't know about but that. Yeah, you won. I don't know about that. Because I didn't even... I didn't even do the most. Let me tell you something. I was so mad at myself the day of our battle because I had been so like theatrical with it. And when I finally got New York as one of my regions, I was so mad at myself that I didn't dress up as Lil Kim from the Crush on You video. I was so mad. I was like, why did I plan this? What what did she wear in that in that video? I would have wore. She was. It was the one that she changes all the wigs and the furs. And all that shit. Oh, I would have definitely so, so you done some shit so like you that. So you would have again brought out the titties, and you would have smoked me I out the fucking room. Listen, it's 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 on brand, apparently. Okay, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. I, I wore I wore I had I think I had one of the regions that I I won was the West Coast, California, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all I did was put on a Snoop Dogg T-shirt, if I remember correctly, because <laughs> I had some LA sneakers, but y'all couldn't see them, you know. So. I mean, but you have to you have to think about it this way. Okay, yeah, we're playing the music from our regions, but still the voters have to vote for you. So you have to throw something else in it. You didn't make the music. No, nah, it was you know. You won fair and square. <laughs> you won fair and square. I'm not gonna lie. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So can we expect any more interactive things like that, but from everybody relax? Yeah, we we always try to cook up stuff, you know, it's a little difficult with COVID and, you know, uh, some, some people might've gone crazy. So like, you know, we have to like be more selective of what we do and stuff. Um, so we, we try to be really interactive. I I know that like for, for me personally, I'm not much of a social media guy, you know? Right. And I, and I want to be, I want to be more, but you know, like, I just never been that guy, you know. I could have a conversation about anything, but I can't, I can't pose next to the water all the time or like across the street. <laughs> and I, I just, I just don't, you know. Like I'm just not mm-hmm. that guy, you know. I've thought of like, yo, I wish I could hire, like somebody else to just walk around with a, with a, with the phone and just snap a picture, right? You know, and, right? But yeah, yeah. But I want. All wanna, of that also want, takes a lot of time. What do you mean? What part? Like the interaction on social media? Yeah, like planning content to post on social media. Because you're not just going to take a picture of like some random ass leaf on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like shit that you want people to interact with. You want it to actually resonate with people. That takes some thought. But you you constantly, you post a lot. You know, you you interact a lot with it. You know? Yeah, I try. I try. How do you manage? I think I get on people's nerves. but that's that's a good thing though, isn't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think like people don't know the kind of work that it takes. You know, most people look at a podcast and they look at it like you just turn on the microphone. You know, and for somebody like me who like probably was really into podcasting before it was like everybody's thing. Mhm. You know, uh, I always knew that yo, this shit has to take a lot of work. You know, the YouTubers, like, look at the YouTubers, the YouTubers, if you go back and you find any YouTuber who's big, go find their first video. It's just them looking at a webcam, just going like, 
hey, I like these shoes because they're really cool. You know, I, I mean? love like, to see the glow up. I love to see that. I I almost feel like people don't know this, but podcasts on where we are, like you know, in the in the circle that we are in that in that level, are sometimes actually way better than the top tier podcast. The top tier podcast. They're going to get their listeners. They're going to get their exact numbers. Nothing's going to change. They know what to expect. They could time their, their money or and their views and all this shit without even planning it, right? Right. We work. We work. Like, mm-hmm. we fucking work. You engage every fucking day, you know? I mean, so, I try to. I try to engage somewhat. Sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough. Like today, for example, I spent all morning like at the beach, but that's because like I had to do that. Like I couldn't just, yeah, I could be home planning and pitching and trying to reach out to guests and plan the guests and do this and do that. But it's like sometimes you just need to take a step back too, you know, that's also important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's always, that's always the thing. Like social media can get very overwhelming, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like, it's like, I went like a couple of months after everybody, you know, like quarantine started and everything. And even a couple of months before, I just went on a giant purge on my Instagram. I just started deleting people, even famous people. I was like, I don't care what these people are doing. I don't. Like, why do I need to, why do I need to follow ex basketball player or this chick that's twerking? There was a lot of that. Like, one day I went on Instagram <laughs> and it was just twerk. The whole, and I was like, all right. I'm, I'm like twerked out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, right. I can't, I, I can't focus on all this ass. You know what I mean? Like, this is just That many was like around um, the Tory Lanes. What was it? Quarantine radio or some shit like that? Was that around that time? Yeah. It was just like, it was like one day I looked at my follower, uh, what I was following, and I had like, 5,000 people. And I was like, I don't even know 5,000 people. Even if I like met, took everybody I ever met and put them together, I probably wouldn't know 5,000. You know what I mean? Right. So why do, right. why am I so interested in what any of these celebrities are doing, you know? So I just started deleting them. Every celebrity. Like, I find myself, like, the other day, I was like, I wonder what Kevin Hart's up to. And then I realized that I, Kevin Hart was one of the guys I deleted. <laughs> you know? Like, so... Social media is difficult for for your mental, you know what I mean? And that's why self-care is actually very important and a very important part of your life because we have all of this. Not only do we have the same stresses as, like, our parents and generations before as far as, like, health problems, work problems, money problems, but now we also have this social media shit, which actually intertwines with, like, family and money and shit like that. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. an extra added stress. So I actually today wanted to talk to you about self-care, but from a man's perspective, you have <laughs> this fucking fly, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it's because the light is hitting me right in my face. I feel like Mike Pence and I don't want the fucking fly to land on my head. I'm fucking stressed. Yo, if it, does, if it does, I'm going to say you're Mike Pence. 
Hey guys, if you have been thinking about starting a podcast or your current podcast needs a little help, I have the solution for you. Today's show is brought to you by Idea to Launch Academy, the only multicultural podcast academy that to date has helped launch over 500 podcasts. Anyone can launch a podcast, but it takes work and a solid foundation to have a profitable and successful podcast that stands out from the rest. You can Google how to start a podcast and publish it, but then who's going to listen? When I started my podcast journey a little bit over a year ago, the best decision I made was to actually enroll in the Idea to Launch Academy. It provided me with not only all of the tools I needed to successfully upload my podcast to these streaming services, but Carla also helped me narrow down my niche. She helped me with my artwork during our consultation call. It was just, I needed an editing eye, right? This is my first time doing anything like this. And enrolling in Idea to Launch was the best decision I made. And who's Carla, you ask? Carla Wilmaris, the CEO and founder of Idea to Launch, has put together a course that will help you take your podcast from Idea to launch in 30 days with her five-phase formula that helped her reach over 100,000 downloads in less than a year without a social media presence or any tech background. In the course, you learn how to come up and refine your podcast topic, artwork, recording, editing, marketing, and so much more. Also, when you are a part of the course, you become part of a community of podcasters that all help and inspire each other. I'm one of them, guys. So if you ever need any help, you can reach out to me for sure. Use the link in the description to enroll in the Launch Your Podcast in 30 Days 2.0. Let them know I sent you and get the Instagram 101 crash course for free. Enrollment is now open. Please don't. I don't even understand. I just bought new screens. I don't know why there's a fly in my house. I'm stressed the fuck out. Okay. Because that nigga was in there the whole time. He was in there the whole time. When you put up the new screen, that nigga was like, oh, oh, you think it's sweet? <laughs> you know, I'm stressed. Um, You had posted on your Instagram, like, a couple of weeks ago, how you wanted to incorporate more self-care like tips but from a man's perspective on your page so what's going on with that how is that working out for you well i went and i bought a whole bunch of shit shout outs to big sis i hit up big sis i was like hey listen i need i need some male care stuff i was already buying stuff like you know like like a foot spa you know people don't really guys don't really Unless they like broke their ankles, they don't go and use a foot spa. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, you know. So I bought a face steamer. First thing I bought. Did you really? I want a face steamer yeah, so bad. It minds you could put a little towel on it. So for as a, as a gentleman with a beard, I was like, hey, you know what? Sometimes I, you know, maybe just to freshen up a little, I got the little towel. You know. Okay, so, and what do you do? I, like you, sh- you use that to like shave, or is that just so nah, for your skin in nah, general? I just use it. I just, I, I just use it like. I don't know. For some reason, I always feel like um, if you like open up the pores and all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like so. I, I asked Big Sis. I was like, Yo, what would be the best way to do it? 
she recommended some creams and stuff to use. She was like, oh, you don't want to leave the pores open once they, you know, because you're going to get dirt and you're going to get a pimple and it's going to be crazy. Right. But I feel like guys, guys, we we don't really talk. You know what self-care for a guy is? Getting a shape mm-hmm. or a haircut. Mm. Like going to the barbershop on a Saturday. That's what a guy right. interprets as like self-care, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I always feel like we watch ladies constantly do all this stuff, you know, self-care all the time and go to spas and all this shit. We don't do shit. You know, I'm not right. speaking for all men. I'm just saying the majority of men don't do shit. So when you think of self-care, are you thinking more mm-hmm. of like literal sense, like taking care of your skin, your hair, like your I think, body? I think, I think it all goes hand in hand, right? Because okay. like, so the the first thing that I really worked on was like my mental, right? Mm-hmm. You know, living in New York, it's always crazy. Life is really fast. Like, you know, so like. I wanted to always work here first, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be able to be like, all right, I'm well put together. I, like, I'm not put well put together mentally, but like nobody is perfect. But what I'm saying is I'm I'm able to find what bothers me and deal with it. That's mm-hmm. where I wanted to get to, right? And then I was like, you know what? My dad was always like, uh, my dad used to wear a lot of suits. Shout outs to my father, rest in peace. He used to wear a lot of a lot of suits. And he was always the guy that would like smell great. My dad would wear two suits a day. At twelve really? o'clock he would change his suit because yeah, he would change his suit because he didn't want it to smell like food. And what did he do for a living? Uh he was uh, an accountant for the government. And then later on he was like a manager at, like Ray Ban or some shit like that before he retired. Right. Um but so he was just always like that. He would play dominoes in the park in a suit. Get out. Right? So my dad would be like, my dad would always use that line on me. Like, yo, uh, people, people treat you the way they see you. Like, you know, if you look like, like, like you're going to, like you're dirty or whatever, people are going to uh-huh. treat you like that. They're not going to, you know, and I know that's fucked up, but it's the reality. You know, that's the reality of the world, even back then. So I remember my dad would like rub baby powder on my face. Uh-huh. I used to hate that shit. He was like, he was like, yo, you look here. Right? So one day I'm walking past, I think it was Lush. And I'm okay. like, I remember I, I remember there was a girl I worked with who had like lotion that smelled so uh-huh. great. And I was like, oh shit, let me let me go. And then I and then I discovered fucking bath bombs. And I was like, oh, Lush is shit. fire. And I'm re Lush is fire. But you know what I noticed? I was the only straight dude in, in, in Lush. Every time I go there, I'm pretty much the only straight dude in Lush. That's so unfortunate. That's so unfortunate that guys don't don't feel the need to really, like, take care of their bodies in that in that fashion. You know what I'm saying? Because like, at that point, it's not even about just taking care of your body. It's for your lady, too, guys. You know what I mean? Like, for your lady. Your lady will appreciate you smelling great all the time. And it's not only cologne. You know? Like, right. cologne is cool. But cologne and, and like, you know, it, it ain't... 
like you, your skin feels different. You have to take care of yourself a little bit, you know. Right. And I'm not good at it all the time. You know what I mean? There's I don't live by a lush. I gotta go like to downtown to go to lush or anything like that. So I decided like I'm like, hey, maybe I should talk from like a real nigga that wants to take care of his shit. You know what I mean? Because I also I'm not metro I'm not a metrosexual. Like you know whatever that term means. You know. Like, you know, because that's what they'll throw you in the category of. I'm, I just want to, like, I want to be like, hey, do you do you like having pimples? Because that sucks. You right. know what I mean? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, that sucks. Do you want blackheads and, and discoloration in your skin? Like, that's all of that stuff can be avoided if you take care of yourself. And I feel like, you know, people, well, why do you think that is? Why do you think men don't feel the need or aren't pressured to do so? Uh, a stigma, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's you, you, a lot of men interpret that with, uh, being less manly, you know what I mean? Which I don't really understand because niggas be color coordinating their fucking outfits. You get what I'm saying? Like, so if we're gonna be less, if we're gonna be manly, manly, nigga, let's just dress like fucking barbarians out here. Like, why do well, I have to wear the gray with the gray with the gray? You know? Okay, so then you know what? One can argue that it's not even that it's not seen as like it's what's considered less manly, right? So if you say something is strictly for women, like let's say you mm-hmm. know a spa day is strictly for women and things like that men can feel like that's less than in a way. Like not to say that that's how they feel now, but in the beginning of whenever all of this shit started, because I'm pretty sure I remember looking, I mean, you know, we were taught white history and all of those white men in the fucking 1700s wore wigs and makeup and heels and all of that shit. So I don't know when all of this shit changed. So that's very interesting to know. I know one of my friends and this is all like conspiracy, not conspiracy, but these are all like theories and shit. And it's like that it was to basically um, to tear down like the black man, quote unquote, and all of that bullshit. Which part, so, like, Which part? If you try to disconnect them from like their self-care and from actually working on themselves and disconnecting the male ego from their body in a way or their soul. The thing is that most men... Like, I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for this, right? I always, <laughs> shout outs to McNasty, but um, me, I always tell McNasty, niggas that ride motorcycles, don't do it for bitches. Like, you know how, like, back in the okay. days, you you would see the dude with the, with the chick on the ninja bike, you right. know what I mean, in the back? Uh-huh. The dudes that do the dirt bike, there's no way that's for girls, right? Why not? I mean, I don't like because, motorcycles, so it's not for me, but... Yo, I've never seen a... Uh, it's like, only on videos have I ever seen a dude popping a wheelie with a girl in the back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like... It's all... We we do things that don't really make sense for ego, you know? Mm-hmm. To, you know, so like a dude telling a dude like, yo, I'm thinking about hitting the spot, bro. You trying to come? You know what I mean? There's gonna be like, nah, nigga, what's up with you? You know what I mean? Although that nigga's like, yo, spa sounds nice. You know? <laughs> I could go for like a sauna room I right could, now. Some I could go for a sauna. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just want to open the conversation with people, right? I just want to have mm-hmm. the dialogue where people are able to go, 
hey man, you know, uh, it's cool to go get a massage. Mm-hmm. It's cool to go get, you know, uh, a manicure. Because you don't have to get fucking a design. You just got to right. get your nails fixed. You know what I mean? Some do. Let me tell you. As niggas get, giving me pounds throughout the years, we get we get the, the, the handshake, the dat. There's some niggas out here that need to fucking cut their nails, man. Calluses you cutting your fucking all palm. in their hands. Yo. Don't touch me. You. It's just weird. So, like, the fact that we never get taught that, like, you know, we never get taught, like, go to the dock. Check yourself out. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe don't eat Popeyes at 9 in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe eat it, like, at 2. Maybe it's a, maybe your body works different at 2, you know? Like, all this self-care stuff, like, like, my brother. I'll go show my brother right now. I'll bring my brother in here, and I'll show my brother. Yo, I bought a steamer. My brother be like, you soft. And he'll just walk out. <laughs> now you're soft. <laughs> but I always I always tell him, I'll be like, look at your face. That's always what I say. I'm like, look at your face. I don't get him. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I, right. I you know, I I always I looked at Pharrell. He made self care shit for men. I don't know if it's necessarily for men, but Pharrell's a a dude. Maybe mm-hmm. people don't look at Pharrell like a real motherfucker, like, you know. But for Pharrell, Pharrell also doesn't age, so I would buy anything that, that he sells for skincare. That's what I'm saying. So you know, <laughs> as as somebody who is from the hood, always talks like he's from the hood. You know, all I, I just think the conversation needs to be had. You know what I mean with people. You know, I agree. I agree. I try to teach my son self care, and. He doesn't even understand half the things I'm doing, but he knows that once he gets out the shower, he has to put his oils on his skin and then he puts the lotion. Like it's all it's a routine that we have. He yeah, doesn't yeah. clean his face. He doesn't he doesn't dry his face with a towel. We use paper towel and I know that's bad for the environment, but bro, a dirty towel on your face after you just finished washing it is counter it's counterproductive. So just cleaning his face with a paper towel after washing his face. It just, it did a miracles for his skin. Because teenage okay. boys, I don't know, how was it for you when you were a teenager? Because I have no experience. I didn't get pimples until I was in my 30s. I didn't really get pimples. I probably, yo, honestly, no, real shit. I would get one pimple that was super brolic. It was always on my nose. It would be like super brolic. Not it the was nose like, pimple. One time I got it right in the middle. Damn, I feel for you. I feel you know what I mean? <laughs> like I was like, how old you were know, you when you getting when you were getting these pimples? Uh, probably sixteen around there, like shit like that. Fifteen, sixteen, you know. That was there was always like a guy who would have like pimples on his nose. The, like that was but he would thing. have multiple, right? Yeah, he would have multiple, right? Mm-hmm. It's always that guy. Shout out to Leonardo. <laughs> Not Leonardo. Yeah, you stay nah, shouting yeah. out random people from like your your childhood and shit. That, that shit you know, yeah, yeah. If they ever listen, they're gonna be like this motherfucker. <laughs> you know, if I ever make it to like Kevin Hart levels where people go back and listen to any of this and then look, go, looking oh, for stuff to Kev- cancel you on. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. You know, like they try to cancel Kevin for fucking doing the Oscar shit. 
during the Oscar. I was watching his uh, shit on Netflix. That's why I was, I was reminded. I was like, and eventually he got to the point that he was like, um, I'm not speaking about this. It's over. I already apologized. What did he I'm do? Done. I don't even remember what he did. He said a he said a joke that if like he ever caught his kid playing with a with a dollhouse, he would he would hit him with the dollhouse and be like, no, that's gay, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, and, and while that's wild and problematic, wasn't everybody saying shit like that like 10, 15 years but ago? But the thing is, you, I'm big on I I love comedy. I think mm-hmm. comedy should never be censored, unless mm-hmm. it's like, like. I'm so weird, man. Like, I, you can't, you, I'm, I'm from the era where you would, where, like, people would snap at you for nothing. They'd be like, yo, look at your busted ass tube sock, nigga. This nigga tube <laughs> sock don't even match. You know, and they would, and you'd be like, nigga, I, it's, I, I didn't put on my tube sock this morning. You know? <laughs> you would have, you would have, we were, I was from that era where, like, dudes would just snap on each other, like, nonstop. And it wasn't like a malicious thing. It was like a like a rite of passage kind of thing. Like the day that you actually roasted the dude back, it's over. Mm, that, like, that whole, like, like you were good. You made it. You made it. You know what I mean? People mm. forget those errors, right? Because the the generation today now doesn't really experience that. They never get to you know have those thoughts. So comedy's to me the last place that you now are able to free share information and jokes. Chappelle's, Chappelle's wild. I went to see Chappelle's live. Mm-hmm. And after he finishes the set, he stays another hour to talk to you. Get out early. He, he literally, asked, he'd be like, who got a cigarette, nigga? <laughs> and then he'd take the cigarette and he just start smoking a cigarette. Uh-huh. That shit is crazy. And he'll just like, crazy. he just says mad wild shit. And like, mm-hmm. it's just funny. It's just funny. So they try to cancel Kevin Hart for it. Yeah, that 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 shit was a lot about self care for Kevin. Like that that documentary, mm-hmm. because like we were talking about, mm-hmm. social media killed him. You know, mm. and he had to he had to get to the point where he like for his own personal mental had to build a, almost like a wall, be, you know, to be able to be like, all right, enough, enough, you know, and that's why he's able to still keep going, you know. Can't cancel what you, what doesn't want to be canceled or like doesn't buy into your cancel culture. That's true. That's true. Because that if song. that was the case, how many people would be canceled that are still around? Like I yeah. remember everybody and, wanted to cancel Doja Cat. Like what was it? Like six months ago or some shit like that because she was showing her feet yeah, to yeah. all the fucking the white to the white boys or some shit. She was she, <laughs> she, she was she was twerking, right? <laughs> what the fuck she was doing but 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 technically isn't she half white yeah i think so so you know it kind of makes sense you know i mean but that doesn't mean that she (laughs) just because she's half white doesn't mean she could be half racist bro (laughs) she's kind of she's kind of half in you know what i mean not not you're half racist (laughs) yeah she's half racist yeah and that's the thing about me so like you know like I've always wanted to bring a heavy Trump supporter onto my podcast just to have a conversation. You know, a guy who like really believes in QAnon and all this shit, because I wanted to see how his, how it affects his regular health, like regular mental space. Right. Having to Do go you down know any like... That, like, not them niggas don't tell me, man. 
<laughs> them niggas be like, them niggas be tweeting from them fake accounts and be like, yo, yo, Donald Trump be popping, you know? Like, I don't know. So let me tell you. So you know I'm moving to Florida, right? I'm low-key, like, scared. <laughs> I'm the Trump supporters, bro. Like, that's just a different world. We don't see that shit up here. That's not a New York thing. Trump supporters, people hide you- that shit. They be Trump supporters in the closet. Like, they're not out in the streets. Out in Florida, I went to a retreat, and we went to, like, some sandbar in September. Mm-hmm. We literally drove the boat right into the middle of what looked like a Trump rally. Every boat mm-hmm. had multiple Trump flags on it. I was just like, yo, mm-hmm. they're going to kill us. Like, what the fuck are we... Like, this doesn't look like we should belong here at all. I feel like but, I walked into, like, this a KKK But this is what's crazy, situation. right? You had that, that thought, yo, they're going to kill us. They had the mm-hmm. same thought. <laughs> but it's like, it was less of us than it was them, bro. But they, they, they still thinking that you in here, you know... Because that's the way the game is played. So I always right. just want to have the conversation because I think, like, we don't have dialogue. We have accusations. Mm. Like, we don't... On both sides. We, I, we say some wild shit. You, we thought it was funny. Guess what? It wasn't funny. And then niggas are just... They don't even let you uh, explain what you meant. Right. You know what I mean? Like, down south, me saying nigga is like, yo, what, what are you doing? What are mm-hmm. you doing, right? Mm-hmm. They don't understand that up here in New York, it has a different tone, a different vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. because we don't really deal with racism. The only time in we ever really way. deal with, yeah, we deal with racism when it's the cops. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way. And it's usually, like, and I'm Dominican. The cops are like bosses and shit. Like, systemic yeah, yeah. racism. Systemic racism is just everywhere. But that blatant exactly. shit, they're, they're scared to do it here i don't know and when they do it's like oh wow like you really got balls bro like do you remember a couple of years ago when this guy went to like a um i don't know it was like a pool or some shit or a restaurant i don't remember what the fuck it was and he was calling everybody in their fucking niggas and pricks and spicks and all of this this young white guy he probably was maybe 30 and that shit Mm -hmm. was it went viral all over the internet that shit was crazy everybody was like Nobody remembers when Kramer did it from Seinfeld. <laughs> I remember that shit. But when we were just talking, we were talking earlier about Mel Gibson. Didn't he say some wild shit? Anti-Semitic. <laughs> right? And but this is the thing about me. None of that none of that shit, like, yo, if you say the words, it's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you do harm to somebody, that's right. different. Now we're talking mm-hmm. a different ball game. Now now we're playing by different rules, right? Because Yo, you can say anything you want, right? Because we can't, we can't be selective on the freedom, uh, on the you know the ability to have freedom of speech. That's always my thing. I'm a podcaster. Mm-hmm. You're a podcaster. People are never, people aren't always gonna agree with us. People aren't always gonna see the the effect of things and whatever you meant, the intent. Intent is very important, right? Right. But if people just canceled you for saying any wild little shit, then they don't, they, that's not freedom of speech. You know what I mean? So if a person wants to be racist, cool. Mm-hmm. Be verbally racist. Cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've had some, I live in North Carolina. I've seen the KKK march. You know what I mean? So well. we're police, we're police protection. Right. Like, you escorts know? and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, 
you're not gonna get me with words, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I I just think that like, people gotta have the dialogue, right? Like, yo, why are you racist? The other, the other day, I'll give an example. I'm on Instagram under a post that was saying that they're gonna take away the mask mandate inside the schools. Okay. So I commented on it, and no lie, I spent the next three days arguing with what was clearly a person who was, had conspiracy about vaccines, was a Trump supporter, with all the things, you know, right. and by, by the end, you know, I was, I was, I was going to do my regular New York shit, and I was going to snap on her, and we were going to, but we weren't going to get nowhere. So right. I, but I just kept, like, asking her simple questions. Like, questions that are logical. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll give you an example. People that hate the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. I always ask the same question. Yo, you grow your own chickens? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And when they go, no. I go, yo, you grow your own vegetables. They go, no. So I go, they, they could essentially be putting whatever the fuck they want inside all that shit, too. Mm-hmm. But you trust, you eat the Popeyes, nigga. I seen you. You eat the Popeyes. I seen the Popeyes chicken, the shit bigger than the screen. You know that what I mean? That is a fact. KFC so, is even bigger, to be to be honest. That, that's what I'm saying. So we can't be selective with shit that we choose. Like freedom of speech. If, if we're gonna say, "Yo, I have the freedom of speech," then we need to allow those people to have their freedom of speech. It, it's just the way it works. Because if not, we're gonna tip the scale to one side, and look what we do now. The scale's right. so tipped to one side that everything is PC. You can't even have an opinion. Everyone if is If you don't like something, if, if, if your thing was liking really, 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 really skinny girls, right? Somebody would come out and be like, oh, that's not, that's not the way you should be. If you like black girls, Asian girls, you, you can't even like have a, a preference in anything nowadays. Right. If I said I like Pepsi and not Coca-Cola, somebody was going to come for me. You know, <laughs> but that's why is that a thing? Like, why can't people just like what they like and it not affect anybody? Like, why is everybody get so offended? Everybody thinks their opinion is so fucking clever to That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of access to be able to give out these opinions. Right. Like some people would say, you guys think you're fucking clever. You guys have podcasts. Right. <laughs> I'm I pretty sure say, I've been told that. You know, so that's the thing. I think that it's all about your mental space with things, right? So if you feel like hearing racist people affects you mentally, then you shouldn't be in those areas. That shouldn't be for you. You shouldn't try to silence them, like fight them or anything like that. That's their shit. You know, they Mm -hmm. shouldn't try to fight you because you're not racist. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The lady that I was on Instagram arguing with, at the end, you know what happened? We ended up actually talking real nice and her going, you know what? You're right. Maybe I should take, cause I went, yo, I went through her story as we're arguing. I'm going through this bitch's story. I'm like, everything is about the vaccine. She's posting up, you know, how people post the the pictures of the kid in the hospital and they say, oh, this is because he got the Pfizer. And I, and I just wrote to her a simple question, right? I would be like, show me the facts. Send me the link. I want to read it. You know, they never can because they took it off of somebody that took it off of somebody that took it off. And they never knew where it started. Right. Right. So 
at the end, she was like, you know what? I'm just going to actually, you're right. I'm going to take a break from social media. And I'm just going to focus on reading the Bible a little more, getting more spiritually connected to God than be, being into these conspiracy theories. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you should, because social media isn't for everybody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you can't use any discernment, like, I, I mean, and we've all, well, I don't know about all, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I have been subject to reposting something that maybe I didn't really research or whatever and come to find mm-hmm. out that it was not true. It, when DMX died, for example, honest ex- mistake, I didn't know not to fucking trust somebody who said who I would think would know. Like, why would somebody lie about the man being dead? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not where I was thinking. Yeah, I could have done a quick Google search to make sure. But if somebody said that, all I really did was just hit retweet. And apparently that yeah. was the wrong thing to do. And it is and in the future because that is, that is something that's very sensitive, right? It's a very sensitive topic. People's they, they, lives they killed, and all of that. They killed... They killed Tom Hanks this April Fool, like before April Fool's, the the day the, the day before April. Did 4th. they really? They killed they killed Tom Hanks. That they said they made this whole big thing that Tom Hanks died. What? And I was like, and and I was like, nah, not Woody. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Not and then you Woody. research that shit. Like, yo, the internet is as great as the internet is, as this scenario where the internet is this vast. Uh, information highway, right? Mm-hmm. It's also a vast information of a uh, highway of misinformation. Right. So, like, right. Th- that's why I don't think you should cancel people. Like, you should cancel, you know who you should cancel? People who are, like, do damaging shit to people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why does that take that do- so long? What do you mean? Like, people who actually are damaging, and then, you know, you, it takes so long for them to be canceled, and it's always like, oh, well, maybe this, and maybe, everybody always second guesses them, but someone who's really you know not why? doing anything to someone, it's so easy to cancel them. Because the person that, let's say, like, let's use Kevin Hart as the example. Mm-hmm. He really didn't mean, he thought that was a funny joke, and he actually right. did that joke on one of his stand-ups, mm-hmm. and it was funny as fuck when he did it. When you hear it through his voice, it's really, really funny, mm-hmm. but... He he cared to not be wrong, right? So he felt like, yo, I'm not that person. So when they try to portray him as a homophobe, you know, he he was like, I'm I'm not that person. So he spent so much time, and then that feeds into the, yeah, we got you now. Now mm. we gonna keep going at you. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do that to Chappelle because Chappelle just be like, I don't care. He'd be like, cancel me. I'll move back to... Didn't he live in Africa for a little while? Or was that a rumor? I don't yeah. Know. And he lives in Ohio regularly. Mm. You know what I mean? Yo, Chappelle said this this one joke. When I went to see him live, he was like... "Uh, Wow. He pointed at somebody in the front. He was like, wow, how much you pay for your ticket? The lady was like, I think like $600. Right? And he was uh-huh. like, $600? I did the same show last night, nigga, for $50 in like Atlanta. You know what I mean? You're going to get the same jokes. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. And then I'm like, yo, Chappelle just really, he's one of those guys that like, he just, he's from that era where it's very difficult to just cancel him. He just vibes. You know what I mean? Like, he, he like, he, he got to the point where he blocked who, who he really is with who he, 
is off stage. You know what I mean? Like, he separates the two, which I think is the way it should be. Uh. So, it cancel culture is like the most canceling people and doing all this shit. It damages people, bro. And ne- some people never come back the same. You know, some people never come back the same. Who has who has been canceled? Like for real though, that has not come back. Can you name someone? Because I feel I'm like sure we always people say people like- are canceled. But like celebrities, right? Because people, nor- normal people, regular people get canceled all the time. And those are the ones who are like, it's hard to get back, right? You said it but earlier, like, Mel, Gib- Mel Gibson. I mean, but did he really not come back? Like, what? Is, he hasn't what done is, anything since he since he made those remarks? He did the Passion of the Christ and then he was out of here. I'm trying to think. He didn't do nothing else recently. Mel Gibson? I don't remember. So, Mel Gibson was a huge star, right? Yeah, he was huge. I didn't even know he was how in about, how about the How about this? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? I mean, I just feel like I didn't even know he did anything crazy until, like, I and randomly they, heard it. What but, was it that he said? that he, he went after looking for some black guys that he thought raped his friend or something, Right. Sounding like he was in fucking Taken. Like, sir, that's not your real personality. As many movies as you <laughs> made like nigga, that. Nigga, that is his real personality. He's done many movies of it. He's already it. I feel like it. white men, like, he's just like, he's. you don't know when to fucking turn off the acting part. Because, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing right Can now? Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think it's racist when we say white people? No. Why? Because... In the definition of the word racism, you can only be racist if you benefit from it. I'm not benefiting from it. That's the really that's the definition, right? Mm-hmm. But what about people that make fun of white people and benefit from it, like, like comedians? But we said comedian co- comedy is off the table, right? But I'm just so, saying, like they can't they they cancel them one way. My point for bringing that up is, mm-hmm. uh, people don't ever, I guess. What I always try to do is I try to look at things from both sides. Right. Like I know Devil's my advocate side instantly. Type shit. <clears throat> I know my side instantly. Even if I don't verbally say what both sides are, I just mm-hmm. want to process it in my head because I want to be able to be like, all right, this side and that side. All right, this side's wow. I'm just go over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I think like people, because think about how quick people respond on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So they haven't processed anything. Oh yeah, it's autom- It's whatever your first reaction is. Because everybody That's thinks they're so clever. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks they're yeah. so clever. Everybody thinks they're so clever. Every <laughs> every one of us. Yo, social media boosts up your egos, man. It does. It can. The same way they like. It does. I feel like it can boost your your ego, but then it could also break it down depending on which way you go. I think it depends on who you are as a person. Yeah. I feel like if you have a lot of confidence and then people are are here like egging you on and doing this and doing that, then you can get a big head. But if you're like always second guessing everything you do, then like social media can really bring you down. It really just, it can amplify who you are. I feel like. I mean, like for me, it's like, I don't necessarily, I don't really care what people think about me. I don't, you know, if I, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't hang out with those people every day, but I do hang out with me every day. Right. Now, now, if I thought I was a piece of shit, 
right? Then that would be kind of difficult because I I walk with me, I hang out with me, I lay in, you know what I mean? So it'd be difficult to look in the mirror, right? That's why I cry every time I listen to Man in the Mirror, I'm telling you. Every time I listen to Man in the Mirror, I'll be like, we're gonna make a change, you know? Is that Honestly, your favorite Michael Jackson song? I don't I don't even know. Michael got so many hits, man. This is crazy. Okay, so speaking but about yeah, like, so could Michael ever be canceled, uh-huh. in your opinion? My, people have canceled Mike. At, but in your opinion, can Michael be canceled? I'm talking about for Boot. Uh, no. Okay. R. Kelly for sure. Okay. You know why? Because Michael, Michael, Michael once told me, he asked me a very important <laughs> question. And he wanted to know, do you like to climb trees? You know what I mean? He he literally looked at the camera and said, don't you like to climb trees? And then I, I had to really think to myself. I was like, you know what? It might be kind of cool to climb a tree once in a while. Mike, yeah. you're like a child in your head. In your head, right. you're like a fucking child, you know? You're a rich motherfucker. Who's a kid? I, I really think disease. he had a mental... I really think he had a mental illness. And I think that's why I can't cancel him. And even though R. Kelly... He was hurt and all of that and abused and all of that. Yeah. He, yeah. I just feel like he did it with like there's no nah, like maliciousness he, he, he really, in him. Yeah, yeah. He did really creepy shit. Nobody remembers when R. Kelly used to wear just the the mask. <laughs> but hello, the Pied Piper. It wasn't the Pied Piper, bro. Like how you call yourself it's that? And nobody questions. Also, when yeah. we're talking about that. That's also a reason why I never fucked with Nick Cannon. Hot take. I don't fuck with Nick Cannon. And it was ever wow. since that man made Gigolo with R. Kelly, I was like, this man is a cornball. Like, I don't understand what anybody sees in him. I, he's not funny. He's not attractive. You know, this is this, this is the thing. Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon is... How can I put this? Nick Cannon knows he's a cornball. That's why he succeeds. Yes. I guess. He made the video Gigolo. And nothing in that, that video song. looked cool. Nothing. nothing in that video look- R. Kelly had the mask, though. R. Kelly had he the mask. The- he had the mask. He was the Pied Piper that, that, in that video. You know why? Because uh, that was R. Kelly's way of saying, like, y'all niggas don't know what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> because previously, when he had the sex tape, where he said, yo, that's not me. It's my brother. And then his brother came out and was like, nah, nigga, that's not me. <laughs> like, out. are that's, you that's definitely, that's definitely you with, with, with the very young lady over there. <laughs> you the know? very young lady. I mean, everybody everybody has fucked up shit, man. I read an article from uh, Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. Quincy Jones had this article, I believe, like two, three years ago, where Quincy Jones was just wilding on the article. He was just dropping dimes on everybody. Get out. Who was he talking about? Do you remember? Uh, Richard Pryor and Marlon okay. Brando. The, you know, he's saying like uh, how Richard Pryor suck, used to suck off Marlon Brando. You know, like all this. All, he went off on this shit, and then in the middle of it, he would just go, "Don't you like Brazilian music?" So I was like, <laughs> "Okay." I was like, "All right." I suppose. Right. If that's no, a, yeah. a cover for something, I guess. Yo, you just don't have to fuck with these people. Like, why do you have to cancel them? I, right. R. Kelly, R. Kelly needs to go to jail forever because he did right. a crime. Correct. Right. Right. 
nobody knows if Michael, you know, was out here uh, touching little boys or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't know, right? And I'm not going to definitely believe these two niggas that did the documentary, like, 45 years later. And not only and that, sudden, like, it was that guy from, wasn't he, like, didn't he teach people how to dance on MTV or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, he was, he, was, he was the dude, he also was the choreographer for, like, Britney Spears and all And NSYNC and all of them, yeah, I remember that. You, so know, where, like, you, know, where, you know where he, you know where he was on? I just saw him recently in uh, what's that movie with Omarion and uh, uh, You Got Served. <laughs> he comes out at the end next to Little Kim. Oh my goodness! I don't even remember yeah. that movie. I probably seen it like once and I never saw it again. Uh, that I I plan to romance a woman. You know, I always plan to romance a woman by dancing under the the light. You know, in the rain, in the rain? like Omarion and <laughs> with, yeah, with a wife yeah. beater. <laughs> can we even say white feet anymore the ground and the water goes up that that's another thing you know what i mean <laughs> like yo what's up with this you know what i mean you know what i mean like i just i i always and it's somebody who like talks in front of microphones all the time i've told myself yo i'm never i hope everybody you could dig this up 40 years from now when you're trying to cancel it but <laughs> Nothing that I ever say is malicious. Right. Everything is supposed to be funny. Whether it's funny to you, mm-hmm. that's a whole different question. Right. But if it's funny to me and I giggle, then I'm going to say it. Because the most important critic in my life, it's myself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. who I have to live with. You know what I mean? It's never to hurt feelings unless I want to hurt your feelings. You know, it's not like that. You know, that's why comedy is always so, so great to me. You know, I remember being a kid and watching Richard Pryor say, you ever suck some dick for some crack? <laughs> and everybody laughs, right? Like like me, goes, yeah. And then he stops and he just looks, he goes, so y'all never no, suck dick for crack? You know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, like, it's like a certain level of, like, being able to go through shit like that. And mm-hmm. people today, they don't let you do that. They don't let you... And and it's damaging for people's mental health, man. Mm-hmm. Like walking on eggshells is really damaging for people's health. You want to hear my conspiracy theory? Like Always for celebrity. Mm-hmm. I think that the, you know, when they when they go after celebrities, uh-huh. I think it's not regular people that do it all the time. I think it's these like, um, what are they called, publicists? Mm-hmm. I think they do it like. Like competitiveness and stuff like that? To provide themselves also work. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, like damage control. You got to call me for damage control. You're going to call me because I'm the (laughs) one that did it from 13 different burner accounts, nigga. You know what I mean? I know what you said back in 2013. So now you're going to pay me to fix it because I'm about to blow this shit out the water. I have a whole plan when, for when you call me, too. When all the girls go, uh, all these girls, they have these cases, like all the the Usher has herpes cases, mm-hmm. right? They always call Lisa Bloom. <laughs> she was also the, um, she was Black China's, like... Um, every, every chick. <laughs> for the for <laughs> dream, for the baby. Child support yeah. or whatever, custody. Every, Everybody goes to Lisa Bloom. 
Lisa Bloom starting, she starting the pot. The she was stirring the pot. Like, yo, yeah. she be calling Kim, like, listen to what happened. Oh, you heard Kanye yeah. has a new boo? Kind of looks like yeah, Kim, yeah. too. It looks like Kanye? She kind of looks like Kim. I mean, you know, white oh. girl, yeah, dark he has, hair, he, he has straight. A taste. He has a Does taste. he? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't he, think he Kim says, and Amber looked looked alike. Amber Rose. Yeah, but but Amber Amber was uh, Hennessy. Yay. And he was what, on. He was on the Hennessy. He was on the Hennessy. And Hennessey. what's Kim Prozac? Yay. Le- what is it? Not Levaquin. Look at he, <laughs> thought, he, it, he was he he was dressed like a hobo at that point. All his shirts were like all dangling. On, no, yeah, we're Kim. Yeah. yeah. He was very like you know he was super drunk with Amber and like it was like this, he made the best album ever I'll tell you that much which one you know my dark twisted my that long beautiful ass dark title, twisted fantasy yeah he could have just called it some other shit for, for my sake I fucking love that album everybody does and I'm not a big Kanye guy to be honest I'm more of a Pharrell guy you know to me Pharrell you know has an abundance of hits, as far as you know a producer I mean? yeah. Okay. For sure. People forget that Pharrell is like really like he gave you mad vibes. Oh yeah. He gave you mad vibes. And they all make you happy. like, you know what I mean? They all mm-hmm. they all And he has like a signature which is fire. Did you ever see like yeah. I don't know if you ever I saw it like on Facebook or some shit like that where all of his beats start on the count of three and then they go. Mm-hmm. And that's so mm-hmm. fire, like to have a signature. That's great. But like look at Kanye. Kanye is the perfect example of mental health. Yeah. yeah. We watched Poor him do guy. this up and you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and mm-hmm. and then he ran into a sign, and then you know you remember when he ran into the stop sign, when the paparazzi he ran into were like a trying stop to take sign? that nigga banged the fuck out of his face right in Miami with Kim. Get out! I don't be knowing about he, like news. And then he and turned shit. around and he went to the paparazzi and he was like, "You see what you made me do?" Is this when he threw the camera? Did he break somebody's camera or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. Or was I that mean, before? I think. I think no, that was before. He was going. Yeah. It was around the. I mean, it was around the same like timeline because he was. Well, he was fighting it. all the paparazzi. Yeah, he was over the bullshit. Good time. Could you? Time. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Could you be a huge celebrity? Do you think your mental space is strong enough to be a huge celebrity? Fuck no. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. A huge celebrity like that, where you follow me everywhere. I can't do that shit. Yep. I get anxiety. I can't have people on my ass. That whole shit about like even like Princess Diana and them chasing her in the car and all that. I don't. I don't have time. I don't have time. People don't respect your personal space when you're a celebrity. That's another thing. Like you know, like that's always my fear, right? With podcasting, right? Because podcasting mm-hmm. is uh, uh, an, a newer industry, and people don't really understand that. No, even Joe Rogan's gonna fuck up. They try to cancel right. Joe Rogan all the time, but Joe Rogan's like, nigga, I don't care, I'm rich. You're not gonna cancel mm-hmm. me, you know. So that that aspect of things is is just it's so weird to me, bro. Like that whole situation where like you just chase people and you fuck up their lives and like in the Kevin Hart thing, they ask his pregnant wife. Yo, you know the girl that that, he, that Kevin cheated on you with? Like, while she's getting on an elevator, like on some regular uh-huh. shit, she had just parked the car. And I'm like, that's wild. Why is that necessary? Like, why is that necessary? She's pregnant. 
You know, like, are you going to be okay if she stressed out, loses the baby or whatever? Yeah, because you're probably going to write a story about her being stressed out and losing the baby. Mm-hmm. So, and you'll think it's something great, you know, like fucking ratings and shit. I just think we're very selective with what we, with what as a culture. Mm-hmm. And and in order to be like, for all of us to be okay, we all have to understand that we're all not okay. You know what I mean? Like that's the first right. step, in my opinion. You know, that's the first step is understanding that I'm not okay, you're not okay, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And also okay teaching too. people how to cope with certain things. Like, stop gatekeeping mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's teach yeah. people coping mechanisms. <clears throat> let's teach people how to do self-care in ways. Because even though we were talking about self-care before and how literally literally it could be self-care, like caring for your body and all of that, literally what self-care is is anything that makes you feel good and makes you just gives you peace of mind. And that can be, yeah. you know, getting a facial, getting a massage, but that could also be just going for a fucking walk and not having to deal yeah. with people for an hour. You know what I'm saying? So, like, giving people the tools in order to get past all of this stuff when it comes to your mental health. And then if they need professional help, then let it be that. But why do we have to pay just for ge- to learn general things when it comes to taking care of yourself? Learning how to journal, learning how to get your thoughts out. I dated a girl once that got me got me into doing a vision board. I love doing vision boards. <laughs> I, so we used to so so we would do them on on New Year's Eve. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. we would do on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day, we would do a vision board for the rest of the year. Okay, that's fire. And yeah, we would we would stack up <laughs> magazines for the whole year, and then clip out whatever we wanted from it. You know, all the stuff. So. I always think that, like, for dudes especially, yo, to wrap it all back around, mm-hmm. dudes, we don't even talk about our shit. Like, I know, I know, and I have this conversation with, I have more homegirls than homeboys. So, mm-hmm. um, I always, like, I go, yo, niggas don't talk about shit. Like, we don't talk about shit. Like, I know my era. I don't know. I can't. I can't speak for younger guys because I don't know what the fuck they've been talking about because I'm not hanging out with them. But my era, it's like you maybe have one or two friends that you go with your problems, right? But you okay. in total might actually have like ten really close friends, mm-hmm. right? Like dudes or five or whatever the number is. But you know, if you say something, such and such is gonna be extra negative. You know what mm. I mean? Or he's gonna crack jokes on you. Or you know what I mean? Like, or. Some dudes don't even have that one friend that they could go to, right? And they just bottle that whole shit up, and now they're stuck in a situation where they actually would benefit getting some real-life advice and can't because they can't really talk to their boys about it. That's so unfortunate. Like, I think women assume that men, in a lot of ways, function the same way. Mm-hmm. But we... we like, like the way women are able to go to their homegirls and have conversations with, it's not really the same for, like, dudes to do it. Like, you know, you could be playing dominoes with your boys, and, you know, this nigga's suffering from depression. This nigga's girl left him. This nigga got a baby on the way. And, you know, you just want, you just want to play dominoes, right? So nobody's actually having the conversation. Nobody's like, yo, you know, I was just thinking, yo, I was real fucked up yesterday, man. 
maybe I should go see somebody, you know? Nobody ever does that. So I've taken it into my way of just opening up the space. Even if it's like on some regular joke shit, mm-hmm. I shoot myself first. Like if I'm, if I'm not feeling the coolest that day, I'm going to mention it. I'm like, yo, this outfit ain't shit, nigga. You know what I mean? Oh, so worked, that's uh, the yeah. um, that's the eight mile syndrome, right? Isn't that what uh, Eminem well, did at the end of eight where miles? Eminem, where Eminem made made fun of himself before everybody else could make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. In a way, yeah, but in a way, it's like I know that like I have thicker skin than most people. Mm-hmm. So like, I just want everybody to be able to have the dialogue because I think that that would like actually benefit people's mental space a lot. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes the way you perceive something and the way I perceive something um, can be completely can different. be like completely off. Yeah, and completely off. Like once one person tells the other and, and you go, oh, shit, my bad. I ain't even see it like that, yo. Mm-hmm. And it solves the whole fucking issue. And then now you have peace of mind on that issue or whatever it is. So just having the dialogue overall. Men don't have the dialogue. Men don't take care of themselves. Men don't have the dialogue. And I'm not saying this applies to all men, because some men have a really positive circle. But like hood niggas, <laughs> we not in there. We not in there. You know, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like I've been in, I've been in situ, I've been in situations where we were getting shot at, and ain't nobody, everybody. When we got back to the safe spot, nobody was like, "Yo, but how y'all niggas dealing with it mentally? Y'all good?" You know, niggas was like, yo, I saw you See, run I like a bitch, you know? <laughs> nah, niggas would just be like, yo, I saw you run like a biatch. You know what I mean? And then so, it'll be like, let's go get some drinks. Let's go, God, let's go smoke some shit. Let's go, like, that's how we're going to get you don't through realize it. Ne- next week, you go ask, like, yo, you want to go out to all your boys? And then there's one boy that goes, nah, I don't think I'm going to go out no more, bro. He's suffering <laughs> from something from that situation. No, seriously. But nobody, nobody nobody's going to have the conversation about it with it. They just go, you know, move past it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID, COVID fucked up mad people. Mad people need to have dialogue with people. Look at all the crime that we have in New York City. Oh, it's wild. It's wild. I don't want to do shit, like, where there's a bunch of people, maybe once in a while, but everyone is really excited about this summer. And that's another reason why, like, I wasn't, to go get vaxxed because I knew I wasn't really going to be out here like that. I'm not I trying think, to do I that. Think, in no, 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 no. I, I think it was the other way. What? I think you didn't get vaxxed so you wouldn't be out here. <laughs> so I had an excuse? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't want to be out there. Don't See? invite me. Oh, but you now, only got to be vaccinated? Be like, Oh, now you're gonna be like, oh, you, I gotta be vaccinated. Go to this restaurant. Ah, oh, nigga, I'm not even vaccinated, nigga. I'm not going. I'll go somewhere <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah. I'll order takeout. I'll bring it back. Like, shout out to shout outs to all your friends, to all your friends that ever hear this, and now know your real secret plan about you not getting vaccinated <laughs> to not have to go, so you could dub the whole situation. So I can have an excuse not to go. Like, oh shucks, you have to be vaccinated to go. Mm. Sorry. I really only said the only reason I would like jump on it is if they make it like really, really mandatory to travel. And I'm gonna get it. 
But other than that, I'm I don't, not. I, I, I think I think it's different for every country, so you might be good still. Yeah. Yeah. You're moving to that other country, Florida. <laughs> it's not another country. I mean, compared to New York, it is another country. I'm not even gonna hold you. But it's all right. I'm going to retire. I'm gonna go find you know an older husband, and he's gonna take care of me. And I'm speaking it out. And speaking <laughs> I'm talking shit for whoever listens. Like that's not real life. Before people hold it. I mean, me. uh, 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 until until it is. Until it is. Until I really find somebody and I'm like, well, you know what, guys? I actually spoke and, about And it. then you're, like, posting a map picture. Like, oh, I really love him. And I'm like, that nigga looks like leather. He know. looks like leather. We'll take him for self-care Sundays. It's okay. You know, facials and steamers. Make sure that it's nice and hydrated. I'm actually, you know, I really want to harness down on that you know like i really want to hunker down and focus on like actual you know making posts and all this stuff about it you mm-hmm. know i'm just shitty at fucking social media you know like <laughs> i just am you know like let's see what if you have? can if you can recommend your top self-care product at the moment what would it be uh this is actually really good this right here I don't know. Can you see that? Oh, you got money. Okay. Murad. I got money? That shit is expensive. This, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I hit a big sis and uh, I told big sis, I was like, yo, what do I, I need, I need some stuff, man. I need, mm. I need some shit. The shit was like $300 total. Yeah. Skincare. Was it mostly right skincare that you got? Clinique for men. But what is that? Oh, hydration, maximum hydrator. Mm. Yeah, so shit like that, you know, like I think it's like a very weird stigma behind it, right? For mm-hmm. a dude to actually, I have a beard, so I actually have to have beard wash, you know? I have to have oils for beard, you know? So right. I just think that like we have to kind of evolve a little, you know? Fun fact, I've never used men deodorant in my life. What, what were you using? I, I use Secret. Okay. I mean, I'm life. not mad at that. Secret smells better than a lot of men's deodorants. And men's fucking deodorant be fucking up your undershirts, niggas. Let me give you a little secret. Secret does not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What does it do to undershirts? Like, turns it yellow? The men's deodorant? Yeah. Yeah. I think that should be having like aluminum or something. I read once. They all do though. I was actually, it's been very hot in New York City the past couple of days, and I have been trying to figure out what can I do for like my under boob sweat. This is TMI, and I don't care, but whatever. But I don't want to use deodorant because of the aluminum, and like that shit can cause like cancer and breast cancer and all that shit. So I don't put none of that shit. What if so. what if you like invent like a product, like? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know when they put, like, the scaffolding in a building? Like, what if you put, like, sign, like a device that would just slightly <laughs> lift up the boobs? To, slightly? Li- to, like like a little boob lift? Yeah. But, and then like, it would a give shelf. like a shelf. Yeah, like a shelf. Like, titty mm. shelf. Right there. T- Billion dollar <laughs> idea. Titty shelf. Titty so shelf. It, it's recorded now. Titty shelf. <laughs> And then, get, and then, and then if and you then, can actually put like a ventilation system, so like air no, I, flows. 
I've, I've thought of building a, you know, the ball, the ball conditioner, like an air conditioner just for the balls. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can imagine it does get pretty hot down there. You know, I just buy really like uh, expensive underwear, so I don't suffer from it. But I know that my brothers, my brothers out there, they got the fruit of balloons going real heavy. So uh-huh. you know, maybe maybe we could get it like ball breeze. That's what I used to call it. Ball breeze. What about name. like dry fit material underwear? No, that's not a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's that works. Yeah, you know, uh, me undies works. Shout out to me undies. This is not a sponsorship. <laughs> What's me undies? It's like a Moldau. It's like it's like underwear. They send you like it's like a an underwear subscription thing, basically. Okay. Yeah. Most podcasts, if you listen to the bigger podcasts, they always go me undies something something something. But um, it it like it's like it's like it prevents smell, sweat, all the stuff, the underwear. So my food and balloon brothers out there, it might be a little more expensive. But you know what? But it's better. It's about that time. It's about that time, guys. We might have to, you know, just maybe maybe skip out on a pair of Jordan. I know it's really <laughs> difficult for me to say that. Shit. I was going to say, um, I don't know if there's going to, we'll see if there's going to be video for this, depending on how the fly interacted during this video. But it looks like Booth literally lives in like the back of a footlocker. Like this shit is ridiculous. I really do. I really do. They let me out, like, just to go work my job and then come back. <laughs> I make I make the shoes like <laughs> with a little machine in the back. <laughs> I make all the, I make I make all your Jordans, guys. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hit them up for but, the love. You know, I think I think more conversation is needed. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, some dudes might have like good tips. You know, my dad was big on. Um, clean nails. That was a mm. shit. Honestly, that's you a big like, thing. Yeah. First I don't all, think, and you said this a couple of times. Like, mm. if not for nothing else, then do it for your significant other or sexual partner because that shit goes a fucking long way. So just take care Which of part, yourself. The, 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 the overall all taking care it, or just the nails? All of it. Self-care, nails, hair, skin, all of that. I don't want calluses on your hands while you touch me. I do not want dirty fingernails. That's disgusting. Like, I kiss you and, like, your beard smells and or you have mad, like, stuff on your face. Like, that's not – I don't want to have to deal with that if I don't have to. Like, would you want Would you want a girl or somebody else who you're fucking with to just be non-taken care of? Like – unkempt that that's the thing like you know i i I worked with a young lady once who had matte armpit hair (laughs) and it was oh you might get canceled for this because (laughs) women love to have armpit hair now no 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 fuck all that i get it i get it i get it sometimes you're in the crib and you're like yo why do i gotta shave right right you know why do i gotta shave right but you don't want you want the dude to maintain himself too, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I want a guy who's gonna trim his arm care, armpit hair too, because that shit after a while smells. It just sm- it's hair. It holds on to smell. It's gonna, gonna get musty. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna retract my original statement of saying that the steamer was the first thing I bought. The first thing I really bought was Manscaped. <laughs> I bought Manscaped. It yeah. was the first thing I really bought. 
pe- people like, you know, it's all part of like, yo, and you see me, you see me all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I would, you wouldn't define me as a metrosexual, would you? Like no. by the look of me. Not really. No, I, I'm hobo chic, like I say. I wouldn't you say hobo I mean? chic. Your clothes are too expensive to be hobo chic. That's why it's hobo. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, it's, but there's no hobo about it, okay? It's me. I'm the hobo. <laughs> my, my clothes are the chic. You You're know? the hobo and the clothes are the chic. Okay, that makes I'm more sense. Hobo. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, like, that whole aspect where everybody, yo, just trim your armpit hair, man. It's just wild. Like, I don't need you to look like you got buckwheat on a headlock. You know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. Right. Right. Armpit pop. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's like, it's liberating. It's liberating to say, fuck this shit. But I'm sure for some people, it's liberating to not take showers. And we gonna be mad if niggas start feeling like showers are secondary. Secondary. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, that's why if people start feeling like that, people will be like, Secondary to brushing my teeth. Secondary to shower. Oh. It's not that important. It's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, people definitely need to just take more care of themselves. If not for themselves, then for the people around you. Because we really have to deal with it, too. You In After a while, you stop especially. smelling yourself. And everyone else can still smell you. Think you think that's true? Yeah. You think that's true? I you think, think you get true. used to your own funk? Mm-hmm. Has to be. There's no way. Like, I know there's some people who just don't care, but I really think there's some people who just don't realize that they stink. They're just so used to it. You've never walked into somebody's house and it smells bad and they don't realize it smells? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You get used to shit like that. Nah, you know what what I hate? I hate that I gotta walk out and I'm gonna smell like the crib. You know what I mean? If I'm there for a while, I know I'm going to be like, fuck. I'm going to smell like this, yeah. Or if somebody's frying mad chicken like I do in my house, like you're going to leave my house smelling like grease, bro. Unless I was using the air fryer. (laughs) Sorry. Either chicken grease or bacon grease. Like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You're allergic to onions? So you're good. You don't have to worry about it. I'm allergic to onions. Are you yeah, really but when allergic they make to onions, guns? or are you just saying that you're allergic to onions because you don't like onions? No, I'm really allergic. I'm, I'm, I'm really What's your allergic reaction? I get high, and my throat itches like a motherfucker. That's a, that's a bullshit ass. <laughs> you bullshit want me to die? Allergy. You want me to die? Like you want me to be like die for the for the allergy? <laughs> like thank God I can only do that. This podcast is wild. <laughs> I don't be believing people when they say they're allergic. I had a friend Why? who said they were allergic to seafood just so that it wouldn't touch their plate. But they weren't allergic. People be lying. That's why I'd be like, what's your allergy? Yep. You ever had a guy tell you that he was allergic to latex? Yes. Listen, okay. I don't have time. That is such a turnoff to me, bro. Because you know they, what? The, when you like, say that to me, you know what that says to me? That you I've been fuck fucking bitches, bitches without a condom. A I don't have time. I don't want nothing. I don't want any parts of that. That is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but that line is so funny to me. I'm like, so you go to the doctor and you go, I'm allergic to latex, doctor. And the doctor goes, chill, I go raw dog. No. <laughs> no. the glove. He would just be like, okay, what kind of allergy is it? Exactly what I asked. What kind of allergy is it? Oh, you just get itchy, you'll be all right. Take some Benadryl when you get home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
All right, so we're going to end the episode because we've been talking like crazy. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Well, you can find us on all DSPs at Everybody Relax Podcast. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's also um, our IG. So hit us up there. DM us if, if, you know, if you got any questions. And uh, we got we got things cooking up soon. Other other shows, possibly some merch at one point, maybe someday. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, that's exciting. Everything will be linked down below. And you guys release new episodes each Friday. So today, if you're listening to an episode, there will be a new episode of the Everybody Relax podcast. You should definitely go check it out. It's Mr. Big Homie Booth, Captain Kim, and DJ Brian, and they fuck it up every week. I laugh every single week. I'm an avid listener, so you should definitely go check them out. Don't forget to follow me, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S, on Instagram, and rate five stars to the podcast. Rate and review, please, and I will see you next Final Day Friday. Bye, guys. <laughs>